Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today, and I have learned the secret of happiness, no matter what happens. You know, this is uh, a statement that was made by the Apostle Paul as he was going through one of the most horrific times in his life. And as we take a look at this study, we're going to go over to, uh, first of all, we're going to take a look at Ecclesiastes in the Old Covenant. This is Solomon. And this is where Solomon <clears throat> writes and he describes his experience with happiness and trying to gain happiness as we do. You know, we go out and we try to find happiness. We try to, you know, pull it in. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's the new thing. Maybe it's the new music. This will make me happy. And you know, the list goes on. It never stops. When this doesn't make me happy anymore, then I'm going to something else. Have you ever noticed that? We would always try the next thing. And this is what uh, Solomon's talking about here in Ecclesiastes chapter 1. He uh, writes in verse 14, he says, I have seen all the things that are done under the sun. All of them are meaningless, a chasing after the wind. And in verse 16, he says, I said to myself, look, I have increased in wisdom more than anyone who has ruled over Jerusalem before me. I've experienced much of wisdom and knowledge. Then I applied myself to understanding of wisdom and also of madness and folly. But I learned that this too is chasing after the wind. You know, this is something Solomon discovered. He went after all kinds of stuff. He, just like us, went after the world. He denied himself nothing. Kind of like a lot of us have done. And what we've discovered is there has to be more to it. Yes, all of these things are fun and nice and they give temporary happiness. But there has to be something more. That's what Solomon is saying here. <clears throat> Steve Jobs, many of us know him. He died a billionaire. In fact, he was at the uh, age of 56. This was his final essay. He says, I reached the pinnacle of success in the business world. In some others' eyes, my life is the outline, the perfect example of success. However, aside from work, I have little joy. In the end, my wealth is only a fact of life that I am accustomed to. At this moment, lying on my bed and recalling my life, I realize that all the recognition and wealth that I took so much pride in have paled and become meaningless in the face of my death. You know, many of us have tried to find happiness in money, making more money, maybe more things. Another word for happiness is contentment. They mean the same thing. 
Did you know that we can experience happiness regardless of our circumstances? That's right. Look what the Apostle Paul said here in Philippians 4:11 and 12. That's Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. He says, I'm not saying that because I need anything, but I've learned to be content no matter what happens to me. I know what it's like not to have what I need. I also know what it's like to have more than I need. I have learned the secret of being content no matter what happens. I am content whether I am well fed or hungry. I am content whether I have more than enough or not enough. How did the Apostle Paul experience contentment or happiness? Well, his sufficiency was in Christ. In fact, he goes on to say that I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Did you know that Christ is able to do more than we can ever ask or even imagine? According to his power that is at work within us, all we have to do is trust him. Remember, Jesus gave his life for us so he could give his life to us, so he could transmit his life through us. Which brings us to a question. If Jesus is enough, then why do we need more seminars and more Bibles? Remember, or more, more uh, knowledge. You know, the scripture is great because the focal point of all scripture is it by choice and design as it points us to Jesus Christ. So is there balance in Christ alone? We've often heard that. Jesus alone is enough. Jesus plus nothing, you've heard that, is enough. Well, it's true. It's very true. Colossians 2.10 says, And you are complete through your union with Christ. Let's, let's talk about this word joy. This is another, another word that uh, is similar to uh, happiness and contentment. It means a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. The Greek word for joy is this. It means the awareness of God's grace. In other words, the awareness of Christ. If you have the awareness of Christ, and remember, problems have a way of pushing us into his presence. If you have something going on in your life right now, and it's pushing you into his presence, then it's a good thing. Be careful not to say, this is a bad thing, oh God, help us. Because if it's, if it's passed through God's hands to his children, then it's for a reason. It's to get us to a place where we experience his presence. Okay, and so that's how we can always tell God's in it, that he's in control, that it's, he's allowing it to take us to Christ. Anything that takes us to Christ is a good thing. Keep that in mind. And so as we practice the awareness of his presence, that is joy, that is happiness, that is contentment, folks. And so I have learned the secret of happiness no matter what happens. Jesus, others, yourself. You know, one of the the greatest things about being a caregiver and going in a facility where there's people that are needing help is... You go in there and you trust Jesus, his grace, to go help people. And and the minute you do that, you're all of a sudden off of yourself. 
you all of a sudden forget about your problems because you always see somebody else or you're always helping somebody else that's in worse shape than you're in. And that's, that's thinking of others more highly than ourselves. Then at the end of the day, after the shift is over, or after you're done helping others, after you've trusted Jesus, do something for yourself. Remember, Jesus, others, and yourself is a great balance to experience happiness. God bless.